this episode of Healing with Hope, the official podcast of the Phoenix Method, a course in grief survival. This is Chris Breyer speaking. I am your grief and stress management specialist. I'm here to join you in your grief journey and to remind you that grief is not a psychological condition, nor is it a mental illness, and you are not going crazy. You are experiencing deep grief, and grief is hard. And as we approach the holiday season, it's even harder, and it seems unfair but what are we supposed to do? Well, let's try for some survival techniques during the holiday season and partake in the festivities as we learn ideas to handle the holidays. Holidays hold an enormous meaning for all of us. and How we have learned to observe and celebrate them is what ties us to family and friends over the years. Each of us have memories of holidays from time we were very small children. These memories are not just in our mind, but they are in our body and our heart as well. Our senses are deeply involved in these memories. Certain smells and tastes, sounds and sights, and the touch of people we care about, all of these are woven into what makes a particular holiday so satisfying. These create what we call the ritual of observance. And now, life has changed. The holidays will never be the same. There is loss, loss of a person, of people, of certain way of observing the season. A part of the dread and depression of the holidays when your life is not the same is the contrast between what you feel and experiencing and how you have been conditioned by the media and our culture to respond in certain ways regarding the holidays. Tradition. It speaks of no change. And that is in contrast to your life and the cultural expression of the change you're experiencing in your life. The TV screen, magazine layouts, they are all out of sync. In addition, there may be other coincidences to this season. It may hold an anniversary of some sort, like the anniversary of a death or the end of a marriage or the loss of a job. It may hold sad memories from the past, such as from your childhood. You desire the pleasure and security of tradition, yet dread the confrontation with the reality and finality of death. Today, we are here to find a way to cope with the holidays. So let's think ahead to those times that may be the most challenging for you and plan a response before they even arrive. Let's talk about some traditions or, or rituals. So what is the most important for you about the holidays? What have the holidays meant to you in the past? Of these important meetings, which are still present in your life? Recognizing the change in your life, what can you do that will preserve the one most important aspect of the holidays without creating unbearable pain? If the religious meaning of the holiday is important to you, how can you deepen your religious experience this year? Is there a meaningful way to acknowledge the person that is missing? What I mean by a meaningful way to acknowledge the person that, that is missing, there's so many things that so many people have done in the past to recognize and not to ignore the fact that um, they're not here anymore. So many people will go to great lengths not to mention their name or to mention their loss, and yet you, all you want to do is hear their name. Some people will put an extra chair at the table. 
Um, some people have set up a little corner table in the in the main living room uh, where the Christmas decorations are with their pictures on it, kind of as a memorial or a tribute to that person that is missing. So a little bit about ourselves. Uh, let's get in touch with what you need and want during the holiday season. Be gentle with yourself. Grief has no timetable, okay? Don't think you should be over this and back to normal by now. There's no normal. Normal is having your loved one here, okay? So let's, um, let's be gentle with ourselves. Tell your family and friends what you need and how they can help by listening, giving you a hug, or just be there when you cry and to let you cry. Allow yourself to experience a mixture of feelings, pain, anger, guilt, frustration, and don't try to stop the feelings. Feelings come and go. And they're neither good or bad. They're just feelings. Be nurturing to yourself. Be sure you eat well, stay warm, exercise, engage in activities that, that can help balance the pain without denying it. And be with people you enjoy and who provide you comfort. Permit yourself to grieve. And to feel sad, if that's what you need to do. But also permit yourself to feel happy and enjoy your family and friends and the activities. Like other times of the year, you will have good days and bad days. Be cautious, though, of some activities, because grieving can consume our physical and emotional energy. So if shopping and gift-giving is painful... Look for innovative ways to approach this project. You might decide to bake or make gifts this year. Shop through catalogs or stores that ship selections of treats. Shop online and have it drop shipped to somebody. Give an IOU for a future dinner or a concert or other favorite activities. Just adjust your projects to match your energy and, and your interest at this time. And if decorating and attending parties are particularly uh, difficult, explore alternative ways to acknowledge the holidays. Simplify your decorating. Maybe consider a live tree that can be planted later in memory of your loved one. Uh, visit a convalescent home during the holidays to share with those that have, have, that have no family or have lost loved ones as well. You may decide to assist at a local, local soup kitchen or homeless shelter. By helping other people, it really does help us out. Also, anticipate what others would be expecting of you this holiday season. So you might decide to let another member of the family host the holiday dinner. I know you have hosted it for years, but this year is different. So let's let somebody else host that family dinner and consider altering the time for opening presents. I mean, let's discuss with our family and our friends. If this change would be helpful to you, then maybe we should change it up a little bit. Ask for help from family members and friends in preparing meals and celebrations and gifts. It's okay to get help during this time. Decline invitations if you really don't want to go somewhere or to a party or a social gathering. You're the best judge of what's good for you. And talk about your loved one with others. 
let them know it's okay to share memories in tears. Again, so often people are afraid to mention the name of our loved one, fear of, of conjuring up more pain. That's not going to happen. Just be sure to, to let them know it's okay. Let's share memories and, and share some tears and some joy and bring some healing to our bodies and to our emotions through these holiday seasons. Most of all, be flexible and give yourself freedom to just be. You don't have to be the host and, and happy-go-lucky this year. It's okay. Give yourself permission to just be. So let's discuss some of the issues for the upcoming holiday. We need to be aware that others may make the decision for us to host traditional holidays without even consulting us. Thinking it might help cheer us up. Be sure you communicate what your needs are this year. We may mourn past holidays, either for the good or for the bad. Our grief brings things up from the past, good or bad. They sideswipe us, so let's be prepared for that. Our circumstances will change emotionally through the holidays, financially, geographically. Nothing is ever going to be the same or what we would consider normal. Everything comes together to remind us that we cannot control events. The commercialization of the holidays for months on end adds to already high levels of stress there will be feelings of failure if preparations are not absolutely perfect. There may even be feelings of greater isolation and not wanting to intrude on the happiness of others. So we'll just stay home. And there will be that once-a-year greeting card from people who have not learned of the tragedy and the death of your loved one. And there's going to be other painful reminders as well. But please, people, don't just merely exist. Remember that it is not a sin to die. But deciding to merely exist rather than to live, that's the sin. Being miserable is not a fitting memorial. So let's find a positive way to show our love. Let's consider some of these ideas. Holidays make for intense remembrance. Occasions for celebration become occasions for mourning. It seems that nothing can be done to overcome it. If this is your first holiday season, or if it is a particularly difficult one, know that you can have a decent, if not a wonderful holiday. So let's, let's anticipate and initially plan for the holidays. Acknowledge and accept your own feelings, the tears, traces of bitterness, the depression and intense loneliness are all natural reactions to the death of someone special. You're not going crazy. You are just having a normal reaction to grief. So let's ask ourselves these questions. Do I really enjoy doing this? Do I enjoy celebrating the holidays? And let's just not go off of our emotions for this moment. Let's really think about this question. And is this a task that someone else could possibly handle just for this year? I do love the holidays. I do love doing this, but it's just not in me this time, not this year. 
is there anybody else that can do this? However, does this plan isolate you from those who love and support you the best? So be sure that by passing these tasks off this year that it's not going to isolate us. So just decide what you feel you can comfortably handle. Don't be afraid or be timid about letting your feelings be known. Consider, for example, can you handle the responsibility of the family dinner, the holiday party, or other traditional gatherings that may have been yours in the past? And let's not be afraid to make changes. It can make things a little less painful and stressful for us this year. Give yourself permission to recreate rituals and traditions by possibly opening presents at a different time this year. Set a different time for the traditional dinner. Change up the menu. Instead of having turkey, have duck or pheasant, chicken. Change up the menu a little bit. Or you could plan a vacation around the holidays. You may invite just some very close supportive friends over for a special gathering at the holidays. And it's okay to create new living memorial traditions like burning a candle as a memorial, setting up that table once again with their pictures on it, and buying a special gift for the home in memory of the loved one. We also may consider doing something for others. I have to often talked to people about being altruistic and how altruism is one of the greatest gifts we can do in, in life. Because as you help lift the spirits of others, you will also be lifting your own spirits. You may visit, uh, volunteer to visit some shut-ins from church, volunteer at the Salvation Army or some other social service agency, visit or renew uh, old friendships, Bake cookies for your neighbors and your friends. And have someone over who will be spending the holidays alone this year. Most of all, don't be afraid to have fun. You having enjoyment, laughter, and pleasure is not a sign of disloyalty to your loved one. You need not feel guilty over that. You have not forgotten your loved one, nor will you ever but you've changed. So give yourself and your family permission to celebrate and to take pleasure in the holidays. And remember, make your plans firm enough to be supportive, but flexible enough to leave some freedom. One way that uh, I have taught in many seminars on uh, honoring our loved one, and this is something you may want to give a try, to take a holiday wreath a holiday wreath is a traditional part of the holidays. Most homes have them. It's a simple wreath, usually of fresh greens in which you can place four candles in the middle of. The wreath may be placed on a table or a fireplace mantle. And as you light each candle this year, you may create a new ritual, which will become a lasting tradition for your household. I hope that this memorial will help you include your loved one in your holiday celebration. So you, light, you, you take your wreath, place it on your table, four candles in the middle, 
And you simply just say, as I light these four candles in honor of you, I light one for my grief, one for my courage, one for my memories, and one for my love. And then you light your first candle. This candle represents my grief. The pain of losing you is intense. It reminds me of the depth of my love for you. And the second candle. This candle represents my courage to confront my sorrow, to comfort others, to change my life. And the third candle. This light is in your memory. The times we laughed, the times we cried, the times we were angry with each other, the silly things you did, the caring and joy you gave me. And then the fourth. This is the light of love. As I enter this holiday season, day by day, I cherish the special place in my heart that will always be reserved for you. I thank you for the gift your living brought to me. I will always love you. Make this holiday season a memorable one. Make it a memorial to your loved one. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Healing with Hope. If you like these podcasts, please consider supporting them by clicking the support button on the top of the podcast page. Or you can log on to our website and click the support link at the top left. Supporting our work helps to keep our services, including these podcasts, free to everyone. Be sure to follow our podcast and check out our website at www.thephoenixmethod.org and consider joining one of our online grief support groups. This is Chris Breyer. You can email me at dr.c at thephoenixmethod.org. Until next time, be good to people on your way up because you never know who you might meet on your way down.